1: on the social media platforms. Just search for Ron Upshaw or Don O'Neill.
0: Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 455 now of the Ron and Don Show. And yeah, we are live from the Leshwab Studio.
2: What is up, Ron and Don Nation?
0: Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, uh, I think, yeah, I think we have to talk about what's happening worldwide right now is women in Iran are out protesting. So are women in L.A. The difference is women in LA are going home and some of the women and some of the protesters in Iran are not. This as I talked to a friend of mine the other day who is Russian, who would spoken to her brother. And I asked her, I said, I understand your brother is in the reserves. Has he been called up? She said, they have all been called up. Yeah. Also, we got to talk about Serial, the podcast. They just came out with a 13th episode. Hasn't been on for years. That podcast has close to 400 million downloads. I think it's actually 367 million downloads. It'll now have close to 400 million because everybody wants to listen to the 13th episode. And we'll tell you why. Because if you're into true crime, it's the folks that that put together Serial a number of years ago. Yeah, that put it all together. Before we get to that, though... Uh Ron is very active in the stock market. There's a headline out today, and I just want to get his thoughts. And I'll just read it to him. From the Washington Post, stocks plunge to lowest level since 2020 as economic outlook begins to worsen. Ron, what are your thoughts as you read that?
2: Boy, this the market has been a kick in the gut (laughs) the last couple weeks, uh falling a lot. So I feel for people, if you're not an active investor, and you're one of the let it ride people, which I was for a long time. When you check your balance every month and it goes down by a significant amount, it really, really hurts. So I, I, I'm in that boat in some ways. You, you have some holdings. Uh, they take a real, uh, you know, sharp decline, and that hurts. And the important thing to me that I always try to think about uh, is: Do I am I am I a fan of these companies I'm involved in, or am I just you know someone give me a tip or did i just have was i forced into a fund at work like i remember when you and i worked for a long time in trusted radio our 401k plan they they force you into these boxes even if you didn't know anything about the fund, or weren't necessarily a fan of that fund. It was like you you had a very limited menu. That was really unsatisfying to me and turned me off from investing for a long time. So yeah, that that it, it's it's a punch to the gut right now. There's a lot of anxiety, a lot of volatility around the interest rates keep going up. Inflation is, is very hard to tamp down. And so at the same time, and we talked about this in a previous podcast, the the wealthiest people in the world that have some reserves on the sideline they're jumping in, uh, and so I just did a, a double down on a company where it's like I bought in at a certain price that I thought was a good deal.
0: Are you one of the wealthiest people in the world? I am one is, of the people. Is that why you were people? able to do this? It, okay. It's
2: very small potatoes. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, we have one of the wealthiest wealthiest people in the world in the podcast. In my own mind, yeah. no,
2: but like I I I'll tell you what it was. It was Ford. I think the new electric trucks that Ford is doing that are, a game, lightning, are yeah. a game changer. They are. I think as Middle America starts to replace their truck fleet and they see the success they're having on that platform, it's not just the most, uh, the best selling truck in America. It's the best selling vehicle in America. The Ford F one fifty almost every single year. So I- I'm I'm bullish on Ford as production gets back online. So, anyways, I bought it what I thought was a fair price the stock market dove down, and it became even a better price. And I bought again, because And if it drops down even more, if I have the capital, I'm going to buy it again, because I, I believe in the product, I believe that Ford is going to perform. If you're speculating, and you're like, I'm buying GameStop, and it's going to rocket in like, you're just playing the game. These sort of things are very, very painful. Um, but yeah, I'm not a financial advisor. It, that, that is a rough week, though.
0: Yeah, now, what does that mean to real estate? What
2: I think it means to real estate is that interest rates have gone up. And if you've been waiting for your opportunity, if you've been waiting for a sign, that is your sign, because you now can go in. And I, I, I think we last year, we had a client that was moving in from California, they wanted a very specific neighborhood, they could not land a house in that neighborhood. Uh, it did you, it was one of these situations where you, you know, you're giving away the naming rights to your first child. You got to waive everything, non-refundable deposit. Like it was wave inspection. You had to do a laser light show on the, on the yard. You had to take the people out to Canlis five days in a row. Like it was crazy The the hoops you had to jump through to secure a house in this neighborhood. They could now probably go into that neighborhood and and not have their pick of the litter, but way less uh, of an expectation from the sellers. Probably the price would be uh, less than what they would have paid for, and you're not going to compete with all these escalation clauses. So the money you're paying in interest – is vastly less than what you pay for in that hyper escalation market.
0: Yeah, and this is what I want want people to think about too. If something is going down, it usually means as a string is being pulled that something else is going up. I know in my world what's going up is all the rents are going up and I know all my short term rentals. I know That there are more people that want short term rentals now than ever before because there's a lot of people out there that aren't buying. So, what they're doing is they're sitting out and they're saying, Hey, maybe I'll buy six months from now. I don't want to sign a 12 month lease, but maybe I'll go somewhere and sign a six month lease. And I can do that on a 30 day stay in a short term rental. So, those things are insane right now. I'll, I'll tell you this story. And this is something that I'm really proud about. We bought a home on 10th Avenue West for someone that came and stayed in one of my short term rentals. And I've shared the story before. Before. I'll give you an update. He and his wife just had a baby. They headed over to the pond because he's from Great Britain. And he always wondered, you know, is, is would there be a way for me to pay my mortgage while I'm over in Great Britain? What am I gonna do with this big house I'm not living in? We took the house and we basically sought it in the three parts. It's a really cool house. We have two apartments in the house. They're called ADUs, attached dwelling units. And then they live in a big portion of the house as well. So what we did is we took the house that they live in, that's just their house. So that place sat vacant as they were over in the UK for all summer long. The 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 bottom apartment that we created could bring in $250 a night. How do we know that? Because the other identical apartment that's right above it, all summer long, it brought in $250, uh, $250 a night. This is a, this is a home that we spent just about a million dollars over. So that's about $7,500 a month. The apartment downstairs, they are using as an office. Think about this. On that particular house, they owe, I won't go into exactly what they owe, but their payment is about $5,500 a month. Their payment is $5,500. That $7,500 is paying for the lawn to get mowed. It's paying for the new grass that they just put in. It's paying for all the utilities, and it's paying for the mortgage on this particular house. So in some ways, and think about all the tax benefits, they are living there, an economy that's shaken up right now, they are living there for free. Now they've come back, and if they really needed to, let's say that something happened in the stock market with their tech jobs, whatever it is, they could open up the second apartment. That would be another $7,500 a month. Let's do the math here. That's about $15,000 a month and you're still living there on the product. The other thing that they could do is kick everybody out. We kept the stairwells in there. You could turn around, you could bring it back to market. We did some good work on that house. And in this market, you could still sell it for $2.2 million today. So I get sick and tired sometimes of people taking their money and just giving it to Ford and not being involved in their own future, not being involved in their own investments And you know what? Get involved. And that's what real estate allows you to do. And I think you should still invest on Main Street, because I do, in buying real estate. But you should also invest on Wall Street, right? Yeah. Anyway, don't go anywhere. We'll talk more on the other side.
1: When the Martin family wanted to buy a house in Seattle for their son, Connor, after he got out of college, they turned to Ron and Don. Sent a message in their little portal. Got a message back within about five minutes from Don. And he set up a phone conference for about a half hour later about two days later we were out touring houses with them before they started working with ron and don the martins kept getting outbid They just didn't realize how competitive the market is. But the guys worked tirelessly to find them the right house and then came up with a winning strategy to get it. If we go in at this amount, we think we can can jump ahead and have people close before uh, they intended to. Sure enough, it worked out. I don't think we'd have this house if it hadn't been for Ron and Don. And now their son has the perfect place for him and his two dogs. And the Martins say they couldn't have been more impressed with Ron and Don. I think both of them said at some point, when we were apologizing at how many houses we looked at, said, we love looking at houses. They didn't hesitate to jump in and make this the house for us. It, they seemed very enthused for a, you know a deal to get done and for us to be successful. And that felt really good. They were passionate and they, they were just honest and straightforward and uh, no, everything's great. Uh, you know, I definitely would recommend it. And if you're ready to buy like the Martins or sell, your journey starts with a Ron and Don sit down at ronanddon.com. Thanks for listening, you guys. I realize it's not easy. Charlie the dog and I have to
0: listen to these two jokers every day. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Again, if you need us, let's sit down, ronandon.sitdown.com and maybe we can create a space at your place that's bringing in $250, not a month, a day. That's a day for a little two-bedroom, below, one bath. That blows my mind. $250 a day. So I might have said a month, a day, $7,500 a month. Cereal. It's not just for breakfast anymore, Ron. I looked on uh, BuzzFeed the other day, and they asked a real simple question. What podcast, someone's traveling, what podcast should I listen to? I would say about 60% of the podcasts that I saw were all true crime related. People love true crime. It's one of the reasons Netflix and everybody else because of this podcast is leaned into true crime. And what we're finding out is a lot of these great journalists that used to be on terrestrial radio and the journalists that had created Serial were actually, they, they, were, they worked on This American Life on, on public radio. So now they pivot. They put together one of the first great true crime podcasts. Everybody else is trying to mimic. And Ron, it looks like they may have just solved the crime. They had 12 episodes. It sat there for years. They've just come out with a 13th. Why is that?
2: No, they did not solve the crime, and that's the mystery of this. What they did, though, is get an innocent man uh, out of jail. And so Serial was the story of Adnan Syed. He uh, at the time lived in Baltimore. He dated a woman, uh, and and uh, forgive me, I should know the name of the woman because she was she was the murder victim.
0: Her last name is Chin, I think, Miss Chin. Yeah,
2: and, and so uh, Adnan Sayed uh, graduated high school. He's in the Baltimore area, and so his ex girlfriend ends up murdered, and the police quickly zoom in on him and think that he's the prime suspect. So uh, you know, lower income person, uh, I believe he's a Muslim kind of sort of a little bit, a lot of strikes against him in terms of racial justice in America. And basically, he's convicted of this crime on some very spotty evidence. And the state did some things and didn't do some things uh, to make their case appear better. He gets convicted. So he gets put away, a life in prison. And then in 1999, I believe, this crime happened. So he he gets sent to jail. And then Sarah Koenig, who you bring up uh, from This American Life, starts the serial podcast. She gets on the case. And so over the course of these 12 episodes, she just goes through the the trial, basically, and says, are these things true? Could this guy be the murderer? And so you just go through and... and the way she did the program is Adnan Syed would take her calls from prison. And so you hear audio of him and a very good natured human being considering the circumstances in. So she goes through and over the course of 12 episodes, by the end of it, you're pretty convinced that he did not kill this person. And the main, one of the main reasons why, and this is what she eventually brought to the court is there were cell phone data, uh available to the state that they did not disclose and what it showed is that syed was nowhere near where the murder happened during the time frame that it happened but that evidence was not uh submitted to the court and so they did an appeal um this is now what would it be 17 or 18 years in so the serial podcast came out in 2014
0: yeah there were many appeals this went all the way to the supreme court and the supreme court wouldn't hear it
2: right so in 20 so so he was going to be in jail for for the rest
0: of his life until this this event
2: happened And so the the the, a judge there in baltimore uh re-looked at this case and now that he's seen this this evidence that was not presented um basically said you we're letting you out of jail the prosecutors still have a chance to retry it if they want to. Um, I think popular sentiment is going to be that they don't retry it.
0: I, I, I'll read between the lines on this. I think it's the prosecutor that went to the judge. I think they know the they have two individuals that they think did it. They have zeroed in on one. So they think they have the person that committed the murder. So the judge said, we're going to go ahead and let you out. We're going to put you on house arrest. We need 30 days, and the prosecutor needs to decide if if you're out and done or if they're going to retry this case. As I'm reading between the lines, I don't think the prosecutor wants to retry this case. Uh, What will be interesting, though, is what is that worth? Who could he sue? Because a lot of times you see people come out and they've spent decades in jail and then the state turns around and gives them an $81 sandwich and a, and a hat and a, here's, here's, here's a bus token, have a nice life.
2: Yeah, and, and Syed's only in his early 40s now after 20 years in, in jail. I, I think what's more intriguing is is Koenig helped him uh, connect with the Innocence Project. They did a lot of, of legal services on his behalf. And when you read the statements from the Innocence Project, they're like, this is not an isolated case. This is, you know, Mr. Syed is not some one in a million needle in a haystack. There are many people that uh, because of, of race or income or education level um, are sitting in jail right now for crimes they did not do. Or,
0: or, or just the incompetence of prosecutors, people within the legal profession, we, we have seen police departments that are very highly trained and ones that aren't there's, there's no, we see no conformity. And, and even after the black lives matter movement, it, it's gotten worse because, and, and I think the black lives matter movement needs to step forward and say, Hey, and this is what a lot of my black friends say, I, was, I said, what do you think about the defund of the police? What do you think about the rising crime in our cities? What do you think about, and it's not even petty crime anymore. It's a, I, I have a friend over in West Seattle. This guy has been to her house. He has broken into her house five times. He has threatened to kill her. And they finally have him in jail on a 30-day hold. But he's going to go away for a mental evaluation. He'll be back on the street a month from now because there's not enough jail space. There, is, there aren't enough people out there to evaluate. You look at caseworkers that have 100 cases. Well, guess what they did during the pandemic? They walked away from their jobs, too, and they haven't walked back. So, so there's a lot of people right now, especially police officers, because the way that police overall were treated during the Black Lives Matter movement and the pandemic. And my God, we do need to see a lot of reform uh, in this country. We have to see reform in, in, in police and our court system and everything else, but but the answer we we didn't have another plan. We said, you know what, we're 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 going to be hard on police and we're going to let some criminals go, and as a result of that, we have seen crime spikes really uh, uh, all over the country. So I think on this particular, it's it's one thing when you sit at home. And you get to watch like a two-hour presentation that Dateline puts together on a story or even like serial. They did a beautiful job. And you're like, I wonder how a judge could have come or I wonder how the police are. But then you go sit in a court sometime and just watch all the cases that be go before a judge in just one day and the decisions that they have to make sometimes in a hearing that's just less than five minutes. I have a good friend that's a judge down in Pierce County. And, and during, uh, I, I, I got to watch her during the pandemic do court from her computer. It is not an easy task. It is, it is, it is, it is really hard to second guess some of these judges when you see all the information that they, that they don't have. So congratulations to this judge and this prosecutor. Uh, and the Innocence Project for stepping in and and, and, and trying to make a wrong right. It
2: shouldn't take the most popular podcast uh, of all time, though, to bring pressure to bear to get an innocent man out of jail.
0: All right, you guys, one more topic on the other side.
2: Hey, it's Ron here with Mitch Weeks from Mitch.loans. Mitch, people start the loan process, and for a lot of folks, there's a huge amount of anxiety because they think, oh, man, my credit score is jacked. I am not gonna be able to get a loan, or if I do, it's gonna be a really bad rate. Can you help with that?
1: We sure can. So the first thing we do when you take an application, if you're ready, is we pull your credit and we run it through our credit repair program, and they're gonna give us a whole bunch of guidance on how you can quickly jump your score up. So I, we had a client recently who actually was able a to. The Ron
2: jump. and Don client, I might add.
1: <laughs> it sure was, and she was able to jump up her score 60 points and actually get into the premium pricing range. So she went from 60 not that points. Good rate. Is
2: no joke.
1: It is no joke, and we do that frequently. So make sure you. Call us quickly because a lot of people who don't think they can get there get there quick.
2: All right, so there's no need to be ashamed. You don't have to feel like you're hiding under a rock. There's gonna be no judgment on this. Go to Mitch.Loans, start the process and get the ball rolling. He he could probably most likely get you a credit jump as well. Mitch.Loans is the website. That's Mitch.Loans.
0: All right, you guys, before we get on, I'm gonna switch topics here real quick. I do think we need to pay attention to what's happening in Iran right now, what's happening in LA, all across the country is women are standing up for women. The difference is when you stand up for women here in the United States, you go home at night, you stand up in another country, and that is what is happening all over the world. And some of these women are not coming home. They are putting their lives on the line. They are cutting their hair, they are ripping their clothes off, and they are taking a stand against extreme Muslim
2: men. Well, this is what frustrates me so much about how we get so insular in our american politics about stuff that really doesn't matter where you start you know protesting your school board over critical race theory even though they're not even teaching critical race theory meanwhile you know the ukraine versus russia's thing that you brought up uh, off the stager like that's a real situation where real people are dying uh you have this situation uh of of women being killed for some sort of religious covenant thing that just makes no sense. Like there are real Because they issues didn't cover their they didn't cover they, their heads their correctly. Hair correctly. Yeah, and a 22-year-old you know, now is
0: dead. And so you, women women around the world are are making yeah. sure they're not wearing their headscarves
2: correctly. When you look at the fires we've had here in the state of Washington, the environmental impact of all those things, there are real issues that are really important that we could really be spending time on, but instead we are, you know, parsing, you know, what QAnon theory is being pushed this week or uh you know what you know fraud has been committed by a specific politician and that is sad that's just been the case for as long as we've been in radio but these are very important stories and you know obviously we want to stand up for women's rights
0: yeah and i talked to a friend of mine she's a rocket scientist for a big rocket company here in seattle you you probably have heard of it single mom here in the states uh very accomplished went to mit was talking to her brother last night he's in Russia her whole family is still there and she said you got to get out of there did you call up? get called up and when he had talked to her last week and he's a reserve he said what they were going to do is call up initially men that were in the reserve 25 talking
2: about Putin calling up.
0: yeah 25 to 35 and then uh and then wait and then see how the war in Ukraine went and then call up more reserves uh and so on and so forth by the decades she said All men, whether you're a reserve or not, 25 to 65, she said they're all being called up, all of them, Uh, because I think he is so determined and so upset by the way the world is looking at him right now and making fun of him. And boy, you got to be really careful of making fun of really a strongman dictator who has more nuclear warheads than the United States. It's true. Almost 7,000. I think we have 6,600. China's a superpower, yeah, but I think they have 36, right? So anyway, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. And I think, uh, I think what Ron said is important. And thoughts and prayers. Whenever I hear someone say, well, do you really pray? I really do, two times a day. And I really do think and I really do pray. I don't know if it matters, uh, but my son and I decided to do that a number of years ago after something happened in our family. and It makes us feel good. I don't know if it helps, but they truly are in our thoughts and prayers. Hey, you guys, if you need us, uh, whether it's for real estate or we're broadcasters or someone reached out to us the other day, uh, I just want to thank Children's Hospital and the Frad Nordstrom Guild for having me out to they and they paid me very very well in south lake union to come and host an event and you know the thing i always love to do is when they hand me the check and it's usually a pretty significant check for thousands of dollars is i love that i'm in a place and i haven't always been you guys sometimes i've had to take that check and take care of my family and my son i it was so great to be able to hand that check back uh and do my part we raised over three hundred thousand dollars for uh the mental health ward at children's hospital to help kids with mental health and so i just really want to thank everybody that gave and just an opportunity to do so Uh, it was really really amazing so now everybody thinks because they saw that online that i want to go out and host events i host six events a year usually i try to do it i try to whatever i'm paid i try to give that back so i'm full up on uh events because i get asked a lot but I, if I have an opening, I'll let you know. What say, what, what, what say you? Do you, do you? Do you like hosting events?
2: Uh, I mean, I don't get asked very much, but if, it, it would just depend. But good, good job on that auction. That was a fun event when we did it a couple years back.
0: Saturday night, there's a big volleyball event for uh, Washington State Volleyball, for women's volleyball. You could host that if you want. Someone, someone called me. So if you, you want to do that, let me know. Pass that information along. All right. Hey, you guys, we've got to be very quiet because Charlie the dog is in here sleeping right now. Not funny.
2: He's, so a good, he's a
0: good dog. He's over snoring. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Ron and Don show. Thanks for making us your broadcasters, uh, your friends, and your realtors. If you need us, Ron and Don sit we'll See you for episode 456. It'll be here before you know it. We'll see you on the Ron and Don show. All right. Ron and Don. Uh, will come up. Ronnie Don Radio Network.
1: Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only Only
2: Only Only Only
1: Only On the Ronnie Don Radio Network.